The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of REMAX Metro Eastside and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass at Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And Eric Austin is here from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Mm-hmm. Happy Saturday, Happy Saturday everybody. to you and you too. Yeah. yeah. Here we are, off and running, 2020. Hair on fire. Already. Yeah, what, what's left of it? Yeah, I'd say yours right. looks singed, but, you know, hey. <laughs> yeah, well, what can I say? Yeah, that's, uh, I, I, lose, uh, I lose a hair with every, like you said, I think you coined this, every month-end closing, everybody uh-huh. wants to close their transactions on the last day of the uh-huh. month, and, oh. It's yeah. painful. Yeah, we run around <laughs> like chickens with our heads cut off sometimes. But, it's uh, very painful. Yeah, yeah. Yes. This was a smooth month, though, so far. Knock on wood. Okay. You know, so I'll take your word for that. Just kind of rolling right along. And, yeah. And uh, well, we're still about that. We're still, you know, in in my team, as you know, like well, we're still looking for uh, yet another person to mm-hmm. join the team, right? Because yeah. we've been in uh, kind of rebuild, regrowth mode, and how we're like structured and everything else. But um, Nicole and Rachel, who are newer on the team, have been a delight to get going and. And, and and helping take a lot of stress off of me. That's awesome. Right? Yeah. Because I've got a great operations manager, you know, transaction coordinator in Angela. Russ has always been, you know, helping with so much of the marketing and things. I'm super excited. That's the other thing why, why I feel like hair on fire because we've been amping up our marketing programs. Part of that because we have our class. Mm-hmm. You know, you and I – in fact, actually, listeners, I want, I want people to understand something. Last year, this fellow over here and I – Volunteered. What did we do? Twelve classes. I think so. Yeah. Twelve of those five-hour classes. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of volunteering. Because remember when we had Nella Hawks on, we were talking about you know all the volunteering work and, right. and things like that, and things we do for community. Because you and I serve on all these other things, mm-hmm. and I don't know that our listeners always realize. We're volunteering. That's not just like, hey, it's an ad for us because the state won't no, allow us be. to be. An, it can't be an ad for no, us. No. You know, we're, we talk about it on the show and we promote it because mm-hmm. we're so intent on educating people that this is the, yeah. the best format with which to do it, especially on a first time buying basis. But even if we've had people even who are listeners of the show who come and they go, oh, man, I wish I'd known that before. Yeah, you know, yeah. they've and they've owned homes in the past or currently, and they're like, "Wow, I definitely got something out of this." Holy smokes! But um, so this year, one for time, and because here's the other thing we're trying to accomplish, right? You and I are only going to do four of those this year, four right. of the five right. hour, mm-hmm. right? Together, right. Mm-hmm. and the idea being. We also know there's a lot of people who don't necessarily qualify for that program or some of those programs. And we also want to get the message out more. And so we have another version of that that's a two-hour rundown. Mm-hmm. And then for those people who don't necessarily – what it helps is we can be in a room with people, talk about the qualifying standards for some of those things without having to go into the details. Right. And then if need be, they can come and attend – the full-blown class. Sure, or happy and, to meet one-on-one. And, but the person who, because like, like we've talked about this before, with high tech and high incomes coming with those jobs, mm-hmm. 
a lot of my Amazon, Expedia, Microsoft, you know, Google, any of those folks, oftentimes they don't qualify, but they still need the same education and information. Yeah, they do. And we have that two-hour class, and that is also something that, again, listeners, say you're a manager or an owner of a business, and you want to provide another benefit to your employees, you can bring us in for lunch and learns Mm -hmm. for the two-hour program Mm -hmm. and get, you know, financial education for your for your staff and yeah. opportunities. And this is not a fluffy thing. This no, is this it's is, our no fluff class. This is a lot of good hard detail strategies. Yes, information, life skills, things that you need to know about the process and what it takes to sort of be a savvy home buyer. Yes, and, and to be able to navigate you know the systems these days. Yeah, just just even you know that those four letters. It's that financial I, literacy. It is, but we talk about that in great detail. Even the the four letters I despise, trid. You know, the Truth and yes. Lending Settlement and Procedures Act Integrated oh, Disclosure Rule. Well, we call it <laughs> TRID, the reason I drink, yes. uh, which which adds mandatory waiting periods and time frames to a mortgage uh, or a real estate transaction where if you want to close a transaction quickly, TRID cannot be avoided. There's, no, it there's cannot. A minimum you can't trip over that TRID. You, that's right. <laughs> you you cannot close quicker than a roughly about 10 days. It, yep. it cannot happen. And the fact that there's so much other stuff that has to happen. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, no wonder you do lose your hair because if yeah. someone does try and jam pack into that, oh my gosh. But right, right. but also, that's where we also get to talk about doing the difference of someone who's pre-qualified versus pre-approved, uh, pre-approved versus fully underwritten. Yes. Because if you can go through the full underwrite ahead of time, then right. if you need to go through a fast timeline, now now you have more capabilities, right? That Still probably, stressful, but That probably requires better. a little bit of explanation. Yes, please. So, how, about so you, how about you share? When you talk with a lender or if you're standing, I, I like that. I love the TV commercial where you're standing in front of the home with your smartphone. And, oh, gosh. I and, hate that you know, ad. You're, you're approved. Yeah. Uh, uh, please. Uh, no. Yeah, my eyes it, roll so hard every time. Right. It, it doesn't really work that way, but there's different levels of approval. The first one is what's called a prequalification, which is just a lender's opinion. The second level And that's is, just it, an opinion. Right. I, I, I got a letter the other day. It was from another lender. It said, to whomsoever it may concern, uh, the following person is prequalified for a confirming loan program. And oh. I'm thinking to myself, do you mean confirming? Forming loan program. There is no such thing as a confirming loan program. Yeah. So even the the grammar the typo. was yeah. Well, it was right, but the, this person uh, we did meet with did not under any circumstances qualify for any mortgage at all. You know, and, and all this person would have had to do is looked at the credit to know that unfortunately that person wasn't in a place yeah. where they could buy a home. So anyway, so there's a pre qualification. There's a system approval, and this is where most lenders stop. You take the information down. It gets input into a system. And uh, it's run through a, a credit decision engine called DU in most cases, desktop underwriter. Yeah. And uh, it'll come back, approve, or, or, or refer. If it's approved, uh, a lender can issue a, an approval letter. That is fine. It runs credit. It looks at financial ratios. It's not looking at pay stubs. It's not looking at all right. the underwriting guidelines. It's not verifying employment. Yes. It's it's garbage in, garbage out. And that's out. where a lot of people get in trouble because they right. do that. And then when you start digging into it, which but, is this next part. That's right. That's right. That's where the – it's the gray areas where the trouble goes to hide. And, yeah. and so what we like to do is one step further than that, which is called a full underwrite, where we, we collect your not underwear. income and asset documents, <laughs> pay stubs, W-2s, bank statements, all of that. 
Uh-huh. We, we verify employment. We do all of our background checks. We essentially process the file as far as we can before you found a property. And then the loan is given to an underwriter who issues a conditional approval letter. It's subject to the property you find, the appraisal of the property, insurance, title policy, things like that. Uh, but the, the, there's no cost to that. It right. takes about a week. It, this is sort yes. of this let's go slow so we can move quickly. Well, it takes about a week if you're on top of getting all your documents. It is. It can it can vary a little bit depending on you know getting verifications of employment and right. things like that. Uh, the benefit of it, though, is that when you go to make an offer on a home, especially in this tight real estate market, uh, and your loan is already fully underwritten and nobody else's is that you're competing against, you have a much higher probability of winning that offer. Uh, I have actually been on a transaction or, you know, a review of offers where we have rejected people when I've gone and called the lender and mm-hmm. found out that they were not fully approved, mm-hmm. that they hadn't looked at any of the documents. Or I started digging in and found out, oh, wait, no, 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 no. This person doesn't actually qualify without these certain factors. Right. And it, right. I'm telling you, listeners, these things do come up. It will be if you have a good listing agent like myself doing their job and you've got someone on the other side of the table who has not been doing all this. There's a lot of new people out there who don't know all this Mm -hmm. stuff very well and they're just running around with folks. I mean, like you said, garbage in, garbage out. Well, there's a lot of garbage out there on the agent side of things, too. And when they don't know. They set you up for failure. We, we've had recently a couple of times where people who we've met, because I'm a Zillow premier agent, mm-hmm. we've had a couple of folks just this last month who have come to us and said, man, my agent's been terrible and I'm losing out on all these things. And, and a lot of it has to do with the communication and finding right. out, you know, like all the right details and sharing things properly and, you know, getting what you need from the listing agent to write the best offer and then making sure that you're set up. Pro- I mean, there's right. it's, uh, it's just mind boggling. It's preparing yourself to have a successful offer. Yes. And we've had certain circumstances, unfortunately, where our clients, the home that they're looking at buying, you know, the, the seller of that home is buying another home and, and yeah. one or two, you know, Legos down the road. Yeah. You know, we got a bad lender. And they didn't do their due diligence, and that transaction fails. That delays the next one, delays the next one. And then you yep. have a lot Dominoes. of stressed-out people, Yeah, and it's not a lot of fun. Very unhappy. There's uh, lots of very tense discussions. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of talking off the ledge <laughs> when situations <laughs> like that arise. Absolutely. I often feel yeah. like a hostage negotiator. <laughs> it's really something, you know, when, yeah, because that, that yeah. happens more often than it probably should. Yeah. In fact, um, I, I do. It I does. Keep, Can I tell you? Yeah. I, I'm, well, I, I think maybe I did tell you this. I'm going to tell our listeners. I'm actually look, going to be launching a real estate training company this year. Right. And we're in yeah. the process of kind of memorializing all of these like situations so that they're used as teaching tools. Right. Right. So it's, it's funny because this show has actually given me enough content where we talk about all of these things and all these articles that I've written online for the last 17 years that we're actually going to take that and start turning it into content that will help. I I have a, a real estate school. I actually teach continuing education for real estate agents and I wrote a class for new real estate agents that's modeled after... I know, you're about to have us audit I know, we're going to audit the class. <laughs> I can't uh, wait. It's modeled after an agent that I know who we refer to as the world's worst realtor. <laughs> 
And uh, because all the mistakes that this person's made, <laughs> I've, I've integrated into the class. And, I can't uh, wait to see this class. Uh, uh, you know, we won't be uh, naming names or anything like that no, you know, no, in, you in the class. Yeah. But um, yeah. no, but I've learned so much from all the mistakes. That yeah. <laughs> some of these oh, I know. So, well, anyway. when well, we get back, we've got some guests coming on and the show's going to start getting tasty. I'm getting hungry. Yes. So when we get back, we've got some folks from Renton Technical College calling, talking about the upcoming culinary event. Stay with us and learn more. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba. And we're here every Saturday from 2 to 3 o'clock bringing information on real estate and finance. And today... are... Today, food. Well... It's not just food. Not just food. This is not just food. Okay, so for our listeners out there, we have had on this programming a number of times folks from the Retton Technical College, partly because, yes, I know I'm on the foundation board, so I, you know, for the scholarships, uh, and I'm very proud of that. But there's also really cool stuff that's going on there and a lot of things that benefit the public, not just on the educational front. But today, we actually have with us Chef Tony Parker. Say hello, please. Hello. Yes, and you are with uh, – so I'm going to – actually, uh, Chef Tony, can you uh, tell our listeners exactly what your title is and what you do at the college? Well, I'm the, the head chef instructor for the Renton Technical College Culinary Arts Program. Okay. So we've got uh, 45 students or so that come through our program every quarter. Oh, oh 45 per quarter. And, and yeah, how, long, it, how long is the program? Is it just a quarter program, or how long is the program that somebody goes through when they're there? It's actually a year and a half, but uh, our max is 45 students, so that's that's what we have right now. So there's two instructors, uh, myself and another, Dan Luark, and we um, have 45 students at all times okay. in that kitchen. Okay. All right. Well, that's 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 a lot of chefs in the kitchen, so to speak, or at least those working to become chefs. Okay. Uh, that's I'm going to relate that to real estate because I always ask people when I'm selling them a house, how many butts do they need in the kitchen? You've got a lot of butts in your kitchen, I just got to say. So that's, that would be really lot, big. Yeah. Yes. Well, and with that, um, this is going to tie right into what we're going to be talking about. We've got the Celebrity Chef event coming up. And I yes. am beyond excited about who we have coming. Do you want to share with our listeners real quick who our wonderful Celebrity Chef will be this year and why she's so special? Well, we have... Well, she's special because she's originally from our area. It's, it's Chef Angie Marr, and she owns the Beatrice Inn in New York City. And uh, she's coming to do a celebrity chef dinner uh, for us to help to help our culinary arts program and, and scholarships. And we are excited to have her come. Um, and it's just a couple of weeks away. It's, uh, what, January 20. Yeah, 28th. Tuesday, January 28th, not even a couple of weeks. It's like really yeah. close coming up. I'm super stoked yeah. because, um, as you were saying before we got on air, I'm a big supporter of the culinary arts program there because I like to eat. And <laughs> and we've had some really great chefs, right? We've had 
uh, Mauro Govari from Asiago. Yeah. Uh, we've had Tom Douglas last year. I was so excited. Yeah. I was really yeah. thrilled because Bill Raniger uh, accepted my uh, invitation to come, and he also donated uh, his own uh, little chef event um, for Duke's uh, Seafood. I loved that. I'm good friends right. with him, love him. And now I was so excited because I, I, I bought the chef's table last year myself. Mm. And so we'll be right up front with me having Eric and uh, his date and my date uh, right up there front and center getting a chance to watch Angie at work. Now, can you explain for our okay, – so it's, it's uh, January 28th, and here's what I also want to make sure our listeners know, because normally what is, – is it 45 people that can fit inside that demonstration kitchen? Yeah, yeah. So it's the same number of students. yeah. Okay, 48. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. So um, that is normally the main event and the only event, but this year we have a new element, correct? Yeah. Yeah, we have we have a meet and greet uh, event prior to the dinner, and, is that, is and that, we could have upwards to two hundred for that. Oh wow! Is yes. that M E A T? I know that's what I was thinking. I thought it was a play on words. <laughs> well, because because you know, so for uh, our listeners, if you haven't seen what Angie Mars about, she's all about the meat. Oh, Google yeah. Beatrice in the uh-huh. the Beatrice dot com, and you'll see some. Video of Angie Mars Restaurant in New York. I'm my mouth's watering just looking at that. Oh, I, you're going to be so thrilled at this event. I can just because here's the thing. So you're going to laugh at this, Chef Tony, because um, Eric has two sons that both have gone vegan. Right. <laughs> and one of them got married oh, and no. had a vegan oh, no. wedding. And, and you brought Dick's Burgers <laughs> to his wedding all the well, way across the country. <laughs> co- covertly oh. hidden hidden behind the venue. Yeah, there yeah. was 100 Dick's Cheeseburgers. <laughs> and there were none left at the end of the event. Nice. So, yeah, you know, that goes. But, uh, yeah. but so, so, and so, and Beatrice Mar, uh, Chef Parker, so... Uh, her mom was Ruby Chow, and Ruby Chow was was yes. y- you know instrumental in in you know Chinese cuisine in in Seattle in the International yes. District, and oh yeah, so so is is she, is um, Angie Mark? Does she kind of bring some of that into her her cooking as well? You know, I, I you couldn't help but you'd think that there would be some of that in it, but um, she really does focus on on meat and yeah prime meats and aged and uh i mean the the pork that is the main entree that we are doing at this dinner is uh, being flown in um from only the one vendor that she said has this product in the country so we had to source it out from her butcher this special pork that's coming in for this meal so she's very particular about uh, the products that she uses and Mm. um you know, the menu that we've got doesn't have a lot of Asian flair on it, but it's got the Angie Mar, you know, the meat thing going on. So it's it's going to be very good. And there's also Everybody's a, in for a, a treat. For uh, uh, now, tell us about, I guess, we there's also a guest sommelier? Yes, yes. We, we, we've we got an incredible sommelier that's uh, coming and pairing. I think he's already paired the wines with, uh, with the menu. And um, he's uh, he's well-known in the Seattle Seattle area, and uh, he, we we usually have a sommelier there, and uh, but this one he's a member of the Shen, or he was a member of the Shen de Ritissa, and he's um, he, he's pretty uh, pretty well known, and I'm forgetting his name right now. I, I want to say Dennis Chan, but I don't think that's correct. Well, I, I don't, but uh, I know Christopher Chan. Go ahead. 
Christopher Chan is his Christopher name. Christopher Chan. Yes. And for any of our listeners, if they, if they go to rtc.edu and then you go to the foundation and events, you will find the 2020 Celebrity oh, yeah. Chef Dinner with Angie Marr. And that has all the details. It, it notes the date, Tuesday, January 28th, the 5 p.m. Butcher Plus Be- Beast Bash. It's hard to say, actually, really fast. And then yeah, at 7 is. is the chef's dinner. But that that Butcher and Beast Bash is $75 for people to come. And, and people are going to get the benefit of her cookbook that just came out, correct? Correct. And we're also, we also are doing some food from her cookbook at that event, too. Oh, awesome. We're doing awesome. some oyster shucking. We're doing... We've, we have we're we're making some other uh, appetizers for the people to enjoy while they're there eating and greeting with her. Oh. So it's it's a great opportunity to get up close, ask questions, get the book, and and try some food as well. And for seventy five dollars, as opposed to the dinner, and that, that is a uh, heck of a deal. Sold out. Yeah, that's a heck of a deal oh, for yeah. the seventy five bucks. We can fit what one hundred fifty two hundred people to get the book because that book is selling somewhere in the thirty five forty dollar price point. Right. So you're getting that as a benefit, yeah. Yeah. as well as food and wine and a chance for meet and greet with her. I mean, it's I you can't lose on this one. It's I'm so stoked. No, no. And where are the proceeds yeah. from this event yeah. uh, going? Well, the, the proceeds go to uh, the foundation for scholarships and, and to help students. Basically, Excellent. this is all about uh, it's uh, it's all about the students and helping those students that need the help and mm-hmm. and and also taking those students that you know are really uh, you know really career oriented and helping them on their career path. So it's it's really yeah. what we're all there for. Well, and I'm proud to be as I just t- I was talking with Carrie about this recently. I'm also now going to be one of the proud sponsors of this event as well to help offset the cost. That's the thing is the monies that come in from this don't go to pay for putting the event on. They go directly into the scholarships. And we've got a couple of other sponsors besides myself. We've got Hobart Service, U.S. Bank, Hyatt Regency, and 425 Magazine is actually covering this as the media sponsor. Super excited about that. Um, You know, Angie's, you know, She's she's the thing. I I would just uh, suggest for any of our listeners who get onto Instagram, go check her out because she's also darn sexy. And she no seriously, <laughs> like this woman. If you see the videos and stuff she puts out on Instagram, if you weren't a meat eater, you might change your mind. I think particularly if you're a man. I'm not sure. It's. <laughs> I don't know if you've looked at her Insta. She's, hey, she's a she's a good looking chef. There's no doubt about it. Oh yeah, I mean they always say don't trust a you know a skinny chef, but I'm like no no no. I think this one you want to let stay the way yeah. she is. <laughs> yeah. I'm, Eric's face right now I'm, is just. I wish you could see this, Chef Parker. Furiously <laughs> typing into Instagram as we speak here. Yeah, I want to find oh, out what we're talking about here. Now. His, yeah. his date might get a little jealous when we get there when he's, like, staring at her meat. No. You had me at special <laughs> flown-in pork. Now this is just oh. icing on the cake. Oh, yeah, I know, right? All the food okay. references are yeah. totally fun. So so, so explain, though, um, uh, a little bit about, like, as she's here, what what will people experience, though, at the dinner? Because even if someone can't make this event, maybe they want to come to another culinary event that we put on later on. But the, explain how the chef interacts at this event. Well, it, it, it's done in our classroom, which is like a, 
almost like a test kitchen, you know, theater style that we turn into this incredible. Carrie Shaw turns it into this incredible venue, you know, with a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, help. It's got a lot of class. Outside services making it beautiful. Oh, yeah. And then and, and the sh- whoever the chef is is right there up close and personal. You're, you can't be more than 20 feet away with everybody. And she's going through the menu and you're talking and you're interacting. So it's it's an opportunity to, to really ask questions and talk to somebody and see what they're doing and hear their story and, you know, up, up close and in person. And then during that whole time, you're drinking wine and you're eating courses that, mm-hmm. that, they're, that she is preparing up front. But then in the background, you have students um, preparing these courses in the main kitchen. And then it comes out and gets sat in front and you do that course. And then she goes on to the next one. And then the people are in the kitchen, all my students, and we're back there making the next course and sending that out. So it's, it's a really great thing. And, but it's a, an opportunity that doesn't come around, but what once to maybe twice a year for us. Yeah. And it's, and it's just one of those yeah. things that how often do you get to do things like that? Yeah. It's a really special time for the students. Um, Chef Parker, can you stay on with us for the next segment for just a little bit too? Okay, because I also want to get, because we're getting really close to coming in on a break, but there's more than just like what the people who are sitting there and coming and enjoying, like paying for the seats, what they're going to experience. I also want to let people know a little bit about what the students experience and the interaction they get to have with the chef during this time and and how special that is and what it does for them. Okay, so we're going to be right back on Open House with Team Reba. We have Chef Tony Parker from the Renton Technical College Culinary Program with us, and we'll be right back after these messages. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1580. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. This is Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And we've got on the line with us Chef Tony Parker from the Renton Technical College. Thanks so much for joining us. And we're oh, talking. And we're talking tasty foods. Yes, we are. Big time. It's going to be an exciting time. Again, January 28th coming up at Renton Technical College. It's the culinary event of the season for us. And it's a great way to give back because it's a fundraising event for the culinary program and the college itself. Um, but before we went on the break, um, Chef Parker, uh, we were talking a little bit about like you know what people are going to experience when they're in that dining theater. We've talked a little bit about what's going to happen at the bash that starts at five, goes from five to seven. That's a great deal for people uh, to come and see this great celebrity chef and benefit from the book and food and wine and all those kind of great things. But tell us a little bit more like what do the students get to experience by having this chef? Because it's, it's not just a one day event for them. No, no. There's there's a lot of prep and a lot of you know. Mizzen floss actually that goes in a, goes in effect before, so they'll be there the day before. She has her sous chef and herself, and I believe uh, one other uh, one of her cooks that is actually living in Seattle right now that we used to work there at the Beecherson in New York. That they're all coming in on Monday, and we'll be working with the students. And we've already got a prep list of of the menu items, and we have to get a lot of stuff done on Monday. And then again on Tuesday, while the students are in classes and in the kitchen, we'll all be working in teams and working together to get everything ready for that Tuesday night. So they spend a couple of days interacting and working with them, and we'll probably pick one of our students to be like a, a Comey, mm-hmm. her second person mm-hmm. that'll work with her up in front, and uh, like we always do. And it, it's just an experience that uh, the students uh, 
are, are just thrilled that they get that opportunity to work next to somebody like that and to see, you know, something different than myself. I've been in the industry 40 years and uh, the other chef has been in the industry 50 years. But, you know, to see somebody else is, you know, that they can, you know, say, oh, wow, that person's on TV. Right. You know, it's a good well, thing. Well, they can draw yeah. inspiration, you know, because like, oh, yeah. the way some of these careers have, I mean, because to be a chef and to be successful, it is a lot of hard work. It's it's definitely one of those kinds of industries that uh, people sometimes in their head, I think, glamorize it a bit, but it is a ton of work. And, and people who get into it are really typically quite passionate about food. And so yeah, if you have to be, you yeah. have to be. Yeah. And so that for an opportunity for a student who is showing that passion and getting a chance to meet someone like her who is just as passionate, has this tremendous like, you know, family food background and to learn like tips and tricks and what she looks for. And it like because it, it takes a while to really work with a, a chef of that kind of stature, doesn't it? Yes, it does. I mean, you know, because she's going to be set in her ways, you know, how she does things because that's who she is and that's where she, mm-hmm. how she got where she's at. So just like myself, I'm not going to, you know, throw my comments out there. I'm going to watch and I'm going to learn from her as well and how she's doing. Yeah, it's her menu. Yeah. So we're all there to support yeah. and to help and, and to have fun. And, you know, we're just going to have a great time and the kids are going to have a great time and just mm-hmm. uh, learn. Well, you say kids. What is the average age of your students, though? <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't say kids, really, in today's world, but uh, we, we get them uh, straight out of running start high school, so we can have 17, 18-year-olds, and then we have, you know, we have students that are in their, they, they've had a whole career, and they've decided to come back to school and, and to learn how to be a cook, to do something else. We have students that are in their 50s, their 40s, you know, all around, so... Uh, it's a huge range, but I call them kids because I've been around for a while and, and cooked for a long time. But uh, really, it's it's the one thing about the technical school, it's, uh, it's a giant diversity. It's a giant range from um, yeah. from females to males to, to every nationality. It's really great because you get such a, a mix and such a, you know, it's, it's great when you're seeing everybody's how they were raised and what they make. And we mm-hmm. let them have the freedom to, to show us their recipes and how their mom taught them how to cook. And we have a lot of fun. So Oh, that's awesome. It, well, and that's the nice. thing is that there's so much fusion. In fact, uh, a, a gentleman who yeah. has been on our show, uh, Tom Todaro uh, from MyCabin.com, uh, I was just talking to him recently. And he just opened a restaurant on Lower Queen Anne called Lazy Susan. And it is a, oh, what did they call it? It's like a Korean-Mexican, so it's a Corexican or something like that <laughs> blend of, you know, wow. these flavors and things. And I was Fusion. looking, I, yeah, I was looking at their website and I was like, this looks delicious. I need to come here. And so what you're saying is like the blending of all these um, diverse backgrounds and nationalities. I mean, these could be people who are coming up with the next interesting thing that shows up on menus well chef tony are is seattle is seattle still kind of one of those cutting edge areas it seems like you know we've we've got a thriving restaurant you know industry here maybe it's tapered off just minus tom douglas and a few people shutting places but yeah where where do you see the future for for culinary arts in the area yeah you know it's I, i i would definitely say it's it's not going away i the seattle area is you know it's a gateway you know, to the rest of the world, and which is great because we do get that infusion and that mix of different cultures. And that, and like you said, maybe that that Korean Mexican is the next thing, or there's something after that. And and all it takes is an idea. 
and then you know for somebody to push that idea and to put it out there and and it can come from anywhere but i think we're in a one of the greatest places in the country to be doing culinary yes um, and the food quality here and Mm-hmm. The quality, oh my God, with the seafood and and you know and and we have companies out there. Charlie's Produce is doing incredible stuff with greens and mm-hmm. micro microgreens, and yes. and there's so many companies in our area that are that are focusing on chef to table and and all of that stuff. I mean, yeah. farm to table. I was gonna say chef to I, table. I think, <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh table, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, but, but farm to table. I mean, we we just live in a great area, and and I think. Uh, and I love doing what I do here because because of that. And again, that diversity with all yeah. of those students and yeah. seeing those things and and learning that you know a great idea can come from anybody. It could come from an 18 year old. It can come from somebody that's been in the industry forever. And you always just keep your mind open and listen to it and try it and say, "Wow, this is this is great." You yeah. know. So I think it's a great place to be, and yeah. I'm looking forward to the next one and the one after that. Yeah, well, I always think of it like the Medici effect. Like you take all these different principles and you put them all together, and then it brings up new and interesting ways of doing things. Um, so, Chef Parker, um, I want to also highlight something else because I was mentioning before we went on air with you that I'm a supporter of the culinary program from a different angle as well. And even before I got on the foundation board, when I learned about this, um, you guys have a catering program at the college, correct? Yes, we have a catering. Yeah, there's a separate catering business, catering company that runs rent technical catering there. Yes. Yes. And so that's, I want to make sure our listeners know the variety of great programming that's there because, um, I have been through my yacht club, but also through my business, Team Reba, uh, hiring the culinary program many times for catering. And it's a, another wonderful opportunity to kind of engage and see what's going on. And, and um, there's one other thing I also wanted to make sure that you had an opportunity to say. Isn't there like a Friday buffet or something at the college? Well, I, I up until just this last quarter, I had Friday buffets at the college, and we actually cut back on the Friday buffets. Oh, did you? Oh. Yeah, I did. And, oh. and it, they were great. I mean, we themed them, and, and, and that's where we did a lot of that international and diversity. But yeah. it, was, it was getting to the point they were getting so large that it was actually taking up too much of our time, ah, if you can okay. imagine. Cause so it was have, too popular. Yeah, specifically. It got it got too popular. We have specific lessons that our students are supposed to be learning in their stations, and if yeah. I have them prepping buffets oh. all the time and not doing what they're supposed to be doing, it's kind of like gotcha. All of a sudden, it's, it's now now it's just a business, and it's not a school anymore. Right. So well, I'm going to throw that out there. Maybe if there's someone who wants to sponsor a new business off campus. All those people who did that, that way. I mean, think about it like from the commissary kitchen point of view or a different kind of, uh, you know, option. Because I know people who just went absolutely nuts about that. So, okay. So um, I want to make sure we're going to have Carrie Shaw on here on the next segment, but I want to just make sure. So we've already talked about it. It's Tuesday, January 28th. I want to make sure that people know, again, go to rtc.edu. If you want to get tickets for the event, you go to the foundation link. And then follow it on to the 2020 Celebrity Chef Dinner with Angie Marr. And there yep. you can scroll down and you'll see reception only. Uh, and you said that the dinner is actually 100% sold out? I I, yes. I okay. believe it's sold out. I, I Last week there was a couple tickets left, but I'm, I'm probably sure uh, Carol will be able to tell you it is sold out. It's very okay. popular. Okay. Well, we will definitely ask her to confirm that because I know she's very much on top of the details. And before you yeah, go, uh, uh, Chef uh, Tony, also, can you give us just a real quick rundown of the Keeling Arts program at yeah. Technical College? Like how someone would get involved in it. Yeah. 
Well, you would you would reach out to us. We really love uh, the fact that the local high schools with the culinary arts programs in the high schools reach out to us a lot, and they send their students. They do a lot of tours. But we, we would love for young students or anybody, really, that's thinking about culinary arts to come to us, and, and they can come and just talk to us. But we want them to spend a day in our kitchen, like as a just we'll throw a jacket on them, hook them up with a senior student, and spend the day to see if that's really what they want to do. It, like you had mentioned earlier about glamorizing, you know, being a chef, it is hard work, and, and people need to understand that. They, yeah. they see stuff on TV sometimes, yeah. and they think, oh, this is simple. But, you know, spend like it real estate agents. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> it's easy. Yeah, you just stand there and make the money. Yeah. I'm just looking but, at, but at the really, – uh, oh. Well, I'm looking at the course curriculum. Yeah. You've got eight quarters for an associate's degree and everything from nice skills, yeah. different levels of saucier, fundamentals, deli. Uh, I mean, you name it, it goes all, all the way down. It looks like you're covering everything. And uh, what a – We have to. We have to. What a yeah. wonderful you, curriculum. You start them right at – yeah, you start them right at the beginning, how to hold a knife, and you take them all the way through. We're an accredited college with the American Culinary Federation. So basically, when our students graduate with a certain GPA, they get certified as a certified culinarian or a certified cook, a CC. And that means something. So that means we have to teach them all of these, these uh, outcomes. They need to have all of these skills, minimum, minimum standards met, because um, or else they can't get that. So we're very particular about getting them through, like I said, all those courses and teaching them the right things. And, you know, when you get through our school, you're industry level ready. I can put you anywhere. I put students, awesome. you know, in places all over the city. So it's if they don't have a job, they don't want one uh, once they get through that program. That's just a fact. And if they're gotcha. and if they're passionate, like we talked about, they go into the apprenticeship program and, and go even farther. Oh, that's so fantastic. It's a, it's a great. Wow. Okay, yeah. well, Chef Parker, we're going to have to end out this segment here, and I want to thank you for your time today. Okay. I'm so excited to be able to share this with you, and I hope our listeners will jump online and sign up for it, too. Thank you again for being with us today. Yeah, thanks so much. You betcha. Thank you. I'll see you Tuesday. You got thank it. You. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The Answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial. And I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba. Thanks again for joining us here on this weekend. Yes. January. Yes, and we're still, I'm just, I'm so, after having Chef Parker on oh, and talking about oh. the meal and looking at the pictures online, oh, yeah, I am right. so hungry and I can't wait to get my dinner. <laughs> I'm really this. looking forward to this. <laughs> I know. Absolutely. So, so for our listeners, we've now swapped out guests because uh, we uh, had certain situations. We couldn't get the two guests in, in here together at the same time, but we do have with us now on air. We have the executive director, Carrie Shaw, of the Renton Technical College Foundation for the scholarships with us. So hello, Carrie. Hello, Eric and Reba. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. Good to have you on again. And for such an exciting event. So excited yes. about this. I'm, I was already telling our listeners, like, I get to be front and center. And here's the thing. Like, my date for this, I took him last year to Tom Douglas, and then he recreated what Tom made. And oh. I can't wait to see what he does with what Angie Marr is going to create. I've kind of got the same <laughs> right. thing going on. We're going to be reverse engineering the heck out of yeah. this thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking, really looking well, forward to this. 
She's not doing the duck flambe because we'd get in trouble with the uh, the fire department oh. if we were doing <laughs> duck flambe. <laughs> gotcha. I totally understand that, but I'm still super excited about what we're going to experience. And you know, we, we've been telling the people uh, listening that there's the the two segments. And uh, we were talking with Chef Parker. He wasn't 100 percent sure about whether the dinner tickets were still available, but you're saying absolutely we've got more than enough space still for the, uh, was it bash. beast, ba- the, the beast plus yeah. bash. Um, but uh, if, if someone was interested in the dinner, Carrie, um, or if we had a last minute cancellation from somebody, cause that happens too. Sometimes people get in a car accident or family oh, member issues or things not, like that. Yeah. Um, we certainly don't want to have that happen, but we know things do. Um, how would somebody find out about the dinner if there was an opening and how could they contact you? Yes, please contact me directly at C Shaw, S H A W at R tc.edu that's my direct email and then our website also that information is on the website at foundation.rtc.edu as Reba mentioned sometimes we do get last minute cancellations and this is um, definitely a a once in a long time type of opportunity to um, talk with uh, Chef Mar, and also learn from Advanced on the Air, Christopher Chan. He's amazing as well. And so, again, great opportunity. Please contact me directly if you're interested. Okay. Um, we may have one or two spots open right now. But, but the suggestion would be to go ahead and sign up for the reception, and then yes. if if one opens up, you're even more in the door because you're already coming. Yes, and the dinner tickets include the reception. The reception also includes a copy of the cookbook, um, Butcher and Beast, Mastering the Art of Meat, and it's a bestseller, and it really captures what Angie Marr is all about when it comes to luxury and meat and really gathering around the table. Her restaurant, the Beatrice Inn, is known for family style. They serve family styles. So I love that. Really is, yeah, it's really about gathering around exceptional food and wine, and um, as well as I'm sure um, Chef Parker mentioned how excited she is about coming here. She's originally from Seattle and comes from a very um, famous, family in the um, restaurant industry here and she loves giving back to students and and mentoring and and so she's very excited to be here and to meet our students and give them that that once in a you know once in a uh, profession career opportunity I can't wait to see what she's gonna wear because I was telling our (laughs) listeners to get on Instagram and check out (laughs) Her, her stuff because i mean once she's gorgeous she's girl. Yeah. yeah she's gorgeous for one yeah but the stuff that she puts on instagram is very because it's very easy it's angie k mar and she's got to be the most glamorous looking chef i've ever seen mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, the, yes. the some of the things that come to it's like it's like oh wow there's like 
this very interesting, you know, setup of, you know, how she's dressed and having a cocktail or eating something. It's like she she sexifies being a chef pretty pretty darn well. So I'm like, wow, I never thought that could look so elegant. <laughs> so many things I could say right now that I'm not going to, but um, please don't. We'll, we'll, please don't. Will Angie be available but, for um, during the uh, the meet and greet? Yes, she, she will. I'm, oh yeah, she um, she'll be signing cookbooks Excellent. and um, ask, answering questions, so you can have that one on one time with her. And then we've we have former uh, Washington First Lady Mona Locke, oh, excellent, um, who is going to do a talk show style interview with both Angie and Christopher, um, just asking them about their career journey and and the industry and being in top restaurants as a woman. It's still a very male dominated yeah. industry, and um, she's been wildly successful. Um, and, and of course, Christopher Chan is, um, an advanced sommelier. So only 20% of sommeliers reach that level of expertise and knowledge. Yeah. And yeah, a lot of people um, don't realize that the first level is not overly difficult, but they get, they, they go, it's, it's like a compound effect on how, how more, much more difficult it is for each level of that. So sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait to learn and hear from him as well. And I know mm-hmm. they always bring in fantastic wines for this. So they are. We've got wines from Germany and Portugal, and of course Washington. He's also a winemaker, um, and he specializes in Rhone style wine, oh, so um, French wines. And I'm smiling um, right now. I know those are some yeah. of my favorites. Oh my gosh! Now you made me even more yeah. excited. <laughs> yes. In fact, he says that. Um, as a teenager, his parents took him to France, and that's when he fell in love with uh, French wine and and food. And he said, "French girls." <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. Always. <laughs> yeah. oh, Gonna be this is gonna be such a fun night. I can't I can't wait to be part of it. So I was mentioning earlier. Um, Eric had asked about like where the funds are going, and we said you know these are uh, to the foundation itself. And we do have um, sponsors like myself, and I I listed out some of the other sponsors that we have. Oh, thank you. Um, yes. So excellent sponsors. Yeah, I'm on the website. Um, I'm like I'm not on there yet, but I know you just got my logos. Um, but premier just, sponsor yeah. is Hobart Service. Um, yes. And then we've got Hyatt Regency and U.S. Bank as platinum sponsors. And then I mentioned that 425 Magazine is our media sponsor for this. Mm-hmm. And then myself. Are there other ones that I'm missing? Because I know if I didn't get I don't. I didn't know if you had any others that I'm missing. Um, no, those are the companies, businesses. And then okay. we have um, our patrons, the Cugini okay. family. Yes. Um, and this, in fact, this. Uh, celebrity chef event started um, by, was started by Norma Cugini. The Cugini family are um, pioneer family here in Renton, and she was very supportive of the college. One of the founding members of the foundation at the college, and loved great food and celebrating family, and um, so she started these celebrity chef events. 
and she passed away in 2017. So, right as we restarted these, yeah. Yeah. It it was so sad. We were about to restart these after 10 years. And so we named them in her honor, and her three um, children are now very involved Robert and Krista and Kathy. Well, we thank them for bringing this back because it's, it's a tremendous top-notch event. I, I keep saying all the time, Carrie, I know we're we're going to be coming up to the end of this here real quickly, so first of all, I want to say thank you for being on air. Mm-hmm. But, um, Absolutely. Yeah, this is, it's it's one of those events that people need to realize Renton's changing, and this is one of the things doing it. Yeah. And, and, and it's for, not just Renton, we cover a big service area too, multiple cities around us. But, Carrie, thank you so much for being with us today. We thank, thank you so you. much. Okay. Bye. And thank you, all listeners. Hope that was interesting to hear, and hope you can join us at the Renton Technical College. January 28th, rtc.edu. for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at Remax Metro Eastside on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Saturday afternoon at 2 for more Open House with Team Reba here on AM 1590. The answer. The preceding program was sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services.